Radio. The Journey with Dave and Dodsey, an initiative of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong and Pulse 94.1. It's now time for The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. G'day and welcome to The Journey for another week on Pulse 94.1. I'm Dodsey. I'm Dave. How are you, Dodsey? I'm so good. I have to admit it, mate. It's good to be here with you again for the journey. I'm loving it. And I tell you what, my scripture students are loving it as well. I went to teach last Wednesday and I said to them all, who enjoyed the show? Who listened to it? I've got about 16 students. The arms go up. Yeah, yeah. They really enjoyed it. So that was great to hear. Oh, mate, that's great. And look, thank you for all your emails of encouragement for listening to the show. Look, your feedback goes a long way to help making the journey an even smoother ride every week. And look, thanks particularly to Andrew for your positive and helpful comments. If you're listening and you want to drop us an email, do it on journey at dow.org.au. Hey, Dodsey, I just want to touch on some of the troubles and conflicts around the world as well. Particularly, we've got Syria and Egypt in the news at the moment. Mm -hmm. What I encourage our listeners to do is pray for these people as they're going through these tough times, as they are just as loved by God as we are. And I think... From this, we should really appreciate the democratic political freedom we do have here in Australia. And look, just on that, one week out from the federal election, the Australian Christian Lobby provided guidelines for Australians about how to make our votes really count, and so have the Catholic bishops who released the federal election statement just recently. Yeah, Dodsey, they're encouraging people to look beyond their own individual needs to apply a different test at the ballot box, the test of what we call the common good. The good of the individual and the good of society as a whole must be brought together in harmony. When they are, we have the common good. Yeah, look, as Christians, we really need to take our democratic freedom seriously and become involved in the political process. The bishops outlined a range of issues, including positions on the poor and the vulnerable, marriage and family life, child protection, migrants and refugees, Dave, Indigenous Australians education, health, ecology and sustainability and peace and development. Hey Dodsey, the statement, it's available for download from www.catholicsvote2013.org.au That's www.catholicsvote2013.org.au Mate, as usual, I'm excited, Dave. We have a stellar lineup coming today, headed off by Father Richard Healy up there in Camden with his Gospel Reflection. Yeah, also Bruce Downs, a Catholic guy. Sister Hilda with her wisdom from the Abbey. Tell you what, Dodsey, you'll know about this one. A great interview with Pete Gilmore, I'm sure. That's coming up later in the show. Yeah, a lot of fun and a man of wisdom, that one. Trish McCarthy with her milk and honey segment. We've also got Francine Parola with the smart loving segment, flying solo today. It's one for the ladies on Father's Day. And later on, Pete Gilmore living the gospel as usual. It's The Journey with Dodsey and Dave on Pulse 94.1. I'm Dodsey. I'm Dave. Let's get into it. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. One of the really striking things that the media has been commenting on since the election of Pope Francis has been his humility and joyful simplicity, from the way that he was photographed paying his hotel bill just after his election, to his choice to stay in simpler accommodation and travel in second-hand cars, and more recently during his visit to Rio de Janeiro for the World Youth Day, in his visit to one of the most violent favelas and then a refugee detention centre. In all of these things, Francis has preached and demonstrated to the world the simplicity and poverty of Jesus, both by his lifestyle and also by his words. Of course, our Lord Jesus did much the same thing during his lifetime. Rather than only telling us the right way to live and move and have our being, 
he demonstrated the way to live in true freedom. In the Gospel today from Luke chapter 14, we are first told that it is a Sabbath day and that Jesus has gone for a meal in the house of one of the leading Pharisees. In this Gospel of Luke, Jesus seems to either be on the way to a meal, at a meal, or coming from a meal, and always he is being watched and scrutinized. Observing the way that the guests at the meal were pushing themselves forward to take the places of honor, he tells the story of an embarrassing scene at a banquet, where a guest takes the highest place, only to discover that someone more important, who of course arrives passionately late, has also been invited. It is a simple observation that Jesus makes, and yet one that clearly continues to challenge us. The witness that Pope Francis continues to make is challenging everyone, both inside and outside the church, to live in a much more simple way. In other words, he's challenging us to simply live more like Jesus. Perhaps part of the challenge is indeed to make room at our table for the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. Perhaps today we are being challenged to make room for the refugees and the asylum seekers. When will they find a place of welcome in our country and our homes? This is Father Richard Healy from St. Paul's in Camden. Grace and peace. And now, inspiring you to dream, here's Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy. All of us know what it's like when life is going well. It's like those surfers who ride waves that go on and on. It seems so effortless and as if it will never end. At times like this, our relationships are positive and strong. We might be feeling healthy or fit and things are running smoothly at work. It can be easy at those times to feel God in our lives, but what about those periods when life is not so good, when we feel that we've fallen off the wave? These are not times when God has abandoned us, but very often the times of his greatest grace and blessing in our life. Good times come in sets of waves where there might be three or four great waves and then there's a calm before the next set of good rideable waves to come. In between the waves, great things can and do happen because wherever you are right now, you will rise again. It's often in between the waves when you can rest and recuperate and find our energy again. It's between the waves that we allow ourselves at times to come to deep reflection when we can ask ourselves questions about where we are in life, what we really want, And where do we fall off the wave? We need this time after riding the wave to reflect and think deeply. And in between the waves, it's when we realise what we really want, that it's where God wants us to be, and then make the plans and changes that we need to get up again, each time more ready and prepared by God for the next wave. Why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com where you will be inspired to dream. Thanks there to Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, and thanks also to Father Richard Healy with his gospel reflection up there in Camden, of course, who is encouraging us all to live simply, just like Jesus, and make room for the marginalised. And I know for a fact that we've got a whole lot of listeners out there in Camden listening in live on streaming. The teachers at St Paul's are great fans of the show. And I want to give a shout out to Maria de Brinkett, the Religious Education Coordinator, and to all the staff from the Catholic Education Office who are listening into the show. Dave, what's this I hear about a women's breakfast coming up, mate? Here's one for the ladies, a women's breakfast, hosted by Disciples of Jesus, and it's open to all women over 17 years of age. Do you enjoy socialising with other women? Well, come along to this event. There'll be plenty of yummy food and also a keynote speaker talking on spirituality in the Christian life. It's going to be held at Cafe SA Wollongong Salvation Army, Burelli Street, Saturday the 12th of October between 8.30am and 10.30am. To find out more, contact Derian Cadman on 0411 608024. That number again, 0411 608024. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey.
from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. I have a friend across the ditch in New Zealand who has a lovely warm half coat jacket sort of thing that's actually made of plastic bags. It turns out that what they do is grab their plastic bags, send them across to China, and China turns them into these warm, lovely coats. It occurs to me, you know, that God does that with us. There are so many plastic bags in your life and mine, things like plastic bags that can harm the ozone layer, things that can cause us harm. There are things we're ashamed of, things that we wish weren't in our life. We've got drawers full of things drawers full of plastic bags they can keep us bound up where the most wonderful thing to do is keep sending them to God and what does God do with them God turns them into compassion forgiveness tenderness God turns them into life for us on a cold day what God turns those plastic bags into will keep us warm and give us a whole new start Plastic bags in our life can actually be a wonderful gift, something to send us forward, not keep us back. Dave, I'm used to taking plastic bags for granted just for holding my shopping, but now I can see that they hold much more. They hold food for thought. Yeah, Dodgy, I love the analogy that we can send things about our lives to God that he can transform into compassion, forgiveness, tenderness, and provide us with a whole new start. Dave, I believe we've got a couple of big marriage events coming up. Okay, just wanted to let you know about the Parolas. They're coming to Wollongong. As many of our listeners would know, the Parolas are one of our regular contributors to the journey and they're bringing their Smart Loving Marriage Seminar to the gong. You want your marriage to be the best? Committed, intimate, joyful and passionate? Well, guess what? This is the final week for bookings. So make sure you get in touch with the Parolas, smartloving.org or 02 That number again, 02 And now coming up as promised earlier in the show, the interview that Dodsey did with Pete Gilmore. Pete Gilmore, how are you, mate? Good, thanks, Grant. How are you? I couldn't be better. Give us a little bit of the Pete Gilmore story. Well, Grant, I grew up in Sydney and I've got three brothers and sisters and I have a slew of nieces and nephews. I grew up in in a family of faith. Uh, We used to go to to church every weekend, but I guess I didn't really have an experience of faith for in a personal way for mm. myself till till uh, my teenage years, and uh, that was a really profound experience, and it kind of changed the course of my life. And from there, I've done a fair bit of work in in youth ministry, and I now I work in uh, the diocese of Wollongong for the Catholic Church. I coordinate a whole big area of parishes with the scripture teachers that go into into public schools. Um, I'm still I'm still involved in youth ministry and I'm currently studying theology at uh, University of Newcastle. What sort of things inspire you to keep going, Pete, in your life? It's about six years ago, Grant, we started a youth outreach mm-hmm. in Wollongong. And a bunch of the kids that joined back then when they were 13, 14 just now are going off to do missionary work themselves. It's things like that where you're able to look back on uh, the stuff that you've done and the work that you've Mm -hmm. done for God and to be able to go, wow, like this has definitely changed the course of someone's life. That's the stuff that inspires me. Pete, 
Who are your role models in life? Uh, my biggest role model would be Augustine mm. from, I think, the 3rd or 4th century. Um, he was a young guy that basically decided to live the most he- hedonistic, mm. debauched life. And uh, his mum, for his, the whole of his youth, kept praying for him, kept praying for him, kept praying for him. And uh, eventually he came to faith and he became one of the greatest doctors of the church. He's written a lot of incredible things um, for the faith. And, I, it's a, and it's an inspiration to me because I firmly believe that it is never too late to turn a story around. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's, he's a role model for me in that way. In any aspect of my life, it's never too late to turn everything around. Yeah, indeed. Why is living the gospel so important in everyday life, Pete? I believe that what we believe as Christians is true. And I believe that when we live it, not only does it lead us to live the best possible life we can live, but it actually changes the world for the better. And so living the gospel is important just because of that. So we have it in our hands. Uh, how do you personally make faith real through action? Grant, one of the things that, that bothers me a lot when when people preach the gospel is they talk about God's love for people without a willingness to love the people themselves. Or they talk about the saving grace and yet they're not willing to be a savior in that moment for a person. And I think Faith becomes real through action when you actually make a choice to live the things that you're preaching to people and actually be love when you're talking about God's love and be salvation when you're talking about people's salvation and be merciful when you're talking about God's mercy. I think that's, in my day-to-day life, I try and live the things that I love about God. I try to live those things in my own life. And finally, Pete, what are your personal hopes for the show? What would you like to see happen? Grant, I just hope that as Catholics in Wollongong and with the other Christian denominations in Wollongong, that I guess we get the larger sense of the bigger body of Christ, mm. that we are all brothers and sisters, and that any any move towards unity will always be a movement towards Christ. Mm. Pete Gilmore, thanks for being with us. No problem, Grant. It's the journey on Pulse 94.1. Uh, Dodzy, what a great interview with Pete Gilmore. Three points that really stood out for me, mate. Never too late to turn everything around. In other words, never too late to turn your life around. Also, the gospel leads us to live the best life we can and changes the world for the better. Finally, Faith becomes real through action. And Pete Gilmore, he's definitely a man of action. Whilst I think of it, Dodzy, what was it like for you interviewing Pete? Yeah, Dave, it was great being in the room with a guy who really does live what he says. He lives the gospel. No words needed to be spoken, but thank goodness they were. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. A 65-year-old woman went her whole life without using a computer until she finally gave in and bought one recently. Having attended a basic skills class... She diligently followed the instructions given her to open a program, close a window, and save a document. These instructions explained in depth made good sense. She understood, and the guide was helpful insofar as she had a procedure to follow, a checklist to work through. However, she encounters a hiccup. She is thrown off course, as the checklist of instructions doesn't directly address this. In contrast, her 16-year-old grandson 
who has never taken a computer course, is able to address the problem as a result of a number of years playing, exploring and interacting on a daily basis with the technology, making mistakes and finding a solution, a way around it, getting intimately familiar with all aspects and possibilities. Within seconds, he finds the source of the problem and navigates through it. The point I hope to highlight is this. Sometimes we can treat our bodies in the same way. We wish to lose weight or get fitter or address an area of sin in our life or think more positively. These are all good things, but if we fail to know intimately the God-given gift and connectedness of our body, mind and soul and solely rely on a procedure or checklist to get results, we can find ourselves coming up short and feeling frustrated. What is important is getting to know the gift of our whole human person, body, mind and soul, the way God designed us, and tapping into all aspects of who we are to be the best version of yourself that you can be. It is possible to live a well-balanced, well-designed, co-created life, celebrating the goodness of God and God's plan for our life. This is Trish for your weekly dose of milk and honey. And now with their tips for vibrant marriages and family life, here's Byron and Francine Parola with Smart Loving. Hi, we're Francine and Byron Parola from smartloving.org. Normally we give this podcast together, but today I'm doing the talking and I'm addressing five ways to love a man. Men and women experience love in different and complementary ways. However, a woman would generally express love the way she experiences and not the way a husband does. Most women primarily experience love through gestures of cherishment, while men experience love most powerfully through the medium of respect. Here are five practical ways you can nail it in the love department for your man this Father's Day by building a culture of respect. Number one, cut the criticism. Nothing makes a man feel more disrespected and unappreciated than being criticised and put down, especially when it's in front of others. This applies also to the way we speak about our man when he's not present. Two, avoid nagging. Not only is nagging almost never effective in bringing about the desired reform, most men will dig in and resist all the more forcefully when they feel nagged. If you need a behaviour change, make a respectful and unemotional request. If you find this hard to do, write it down in a love letter and read it to him. Number three, express admiration. Identify the virtues and strength of your man and tell him. It's great for him to hear it and it's good for you to remind yourself as it's all too easy to focus on what is lacking and overlook the many ways he gives without you even noticing because it is so constant. Four, wait to last. Whether it's driving the car, finding your way without a map or assembling the furniture without the instructions, butt out. Let him drive, navigate and create without your constant commentary or suggestions. You may think you're being helpful, but if he wants your help, he'll ask for it. And five, give him the benefit of the doubt. It's common practice when we feel wounded by our husband to make assumptions about his motives. Every little gesture and word is interpreted as proof of his mean-spiritedness, selfishness, carelessness, etc. So when he does or says something that upsets you, consciously suspend judgment and make a choice to assume loving, generous motives rather than negative ones. So here's your take-home activity. Identify one of these behaviours that you do most poorly on cutting the criticism, avoiding nagging, expressing admiration, waiting till asked, have the benefit of the doubt. Pick one and commit to redressing it as your personal Father's Day gift for your man. At the end of the day, he doesn't need more socks or undies nearly as much as he hungers for your respect. For more information and tips about relationships, visit www.smartloving.org. 
Thanks to Fran Parola on her own today with her five tips on loving men well. The key idea being that men feel loved and nurtured when they're respected. Some really, really simple tips there. And a big call out to all the dads for Father's Day today. Hope you're having a great day with the kids. And on that, Dave, tell us all about Child Protection Week that's coming up this week. The protection of children is something that's important to all of us. National Child Protection Week, it runs from the 1st to the 7th of September 2013. Whether it be churches, schools, families or community groups, the message this year is clear. Be someone who listens to children. Check in regularly. That's what we all want, keeping kids safe. To play your part this year, visit napcan.org.au. That's N-A-P-C-A-N.org.au. Supported by the Department of Families, Housing, Community Services and Indigenous Affairs. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Now let's live the gospel with Pete Gilmore. There are some really messed up ideas about love and relationships out there. I can completely understand when people make bad choices because there's so much rubbish being poured into our minds on a daily basis. You only have to watch TV for 10 minutes, pick up any magazine, or listen to some of the music out there. You know, I think it can be summed up by the issue of FHM called Women, a User's Guide. We are called to love people and use things, not use people and love things. Somewhere along the line, people have become things. Somehow, we've forgotten that within each person is a fragile heart that can be bent and even broken. Every person has a story, a history, they have hopes and they have dreams. I pray that we would see that every person we encounter is deserving of the same love and respect that we would want ourselves. God bless. Well, that's it for another week of The Journey on Pulse 94.1. You know, I'm really humbled to be part of such a great lineup of presenters each week. Presenters just like Fran Parola, who I'll have the pleasure to sit down and have a chat with next week. You know, we've got a growing audience each week, and for those who aren't on the South Coast, don't forget you can pick us up streaming live at pulse941.com.au, or you can download a podcast of this show or any of our past shows at radio.dow.org.au. And a big cheerio to all those listening via the Archdiocese of Sydney Online Radio, Cradio, which can be found at cradio.org.au. They're streaming The Journey on Sunday nights from 7 till 8pm, and we know that they have listeners right across Australia and indeed right around the world. And a big thank you to soon-to-be Archbishop Julian Porteous and Sarah Coppola, who have got right behind the journey by making it part of the weekly program for Cradio. Also, I'd like to thank all of our regular contributors to the journey, Father Richard Healy, Sister Hilda Scott, Bruce Downs, the Parolas, Trish McCarthy and Pete Gilmore. Keep it in mind, listeners, The Journey, Sundays 11am up until midday, repeated Wednesdays 10 till 11pm on Pulse 94.1 FM. And as Dodsey said earlier, you can listen to the show and any of our previous shows at radio.dow.org.au. So until next time, have yourselves a great week. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop. You have been listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey on cradio.org.au. You can listen into The Journey in Wollongong by tuning in to Pulse 94.1 on Sundays from 11am to 12pm or Wednesdays from 10 to 11pm. 
and you can tune in from anywhere else in the world through the Pulse 94.1 website or streaming on Cradio on Sundays from 8 till 9pm. To find all the episodes of The Journey and for more shows, talks and interviews, visit cradio.org.au.